ScoreNorth.com. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Score North Twin Show. A blast to right field. And Max Kepler takes him deep. The 264th home run of the year after a great at bat by Max Kepler. That highlight courtesy of Fox Sports North. This is the Score North first place twins show live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes where the magic number is 21. Rami Makloff, Derek Wetmore, Manny Hill live out here at the State Fair. Just off Chamber Street on the left edge of the grandstand is where you can find Score North. And we're out here all day for the final day of the State Fair. Purple Daily, Matthew Collar coming up at 2 o'clock. I'll be back at 4 for Mackie and Judd with Rami. And the Score North merchandise booth is open until 9 p.m. Show us your Score North mobile app and get a $5 t-shirt. Also, we are donating all proceeds from the All Arise t-shirts to Luis Arise's favorite charity, the Ronald McDonald House. And uh, speaking of guys with cool pronunciations of their name, we found the uh, the video I referenced before the break of uh, Brustard Gratrol teaching us all how to pronounce his name. Manny, uh, it was actually Dustin Morris from the Twins yeah. who tweeted it out over the weekend. We found the tweet. Can you play it for us so we can hear? Uh, I won't be able to play okay. it with uh, much quality okay <laughs> off, straight off of my laptop all right but. if i send it to declan could he play it for us i think declan could probably pull it off yeah i got you bud ranch yeah i will do that all right because uh we want to make sure that we get that right but we were talking about the bullpen before the break Derek, and just yes. suddenly how deep and how good it is am i crazy in saying that it is suddenly one of the best bullpens in major league baseball is that ridiculous to say yeah. I gave you the numbers. <laughs> yes, I gave you the numbers of how good they were in August <laughs> since good. acquiring Romo and Dyson, and now you throw Gratterol in, the, in there with that. I think that's. I think the Twins' bullpen is a force to be reckoned with right I'm now. I'm waiting, see, guy. I want to see what, what... Okay, let me try this for the first time on the air. <clears throat> Brewstar, Gratterol. I think that's solid. Gratterol. Very well done. How many... I was laughing over the break about like how Minnesotan my pronunciation is of all these guys' names. <laughs> oh yeah, Bruce Dar Gratterall's having himself a great season in the minor leagues. You know, uh, I, that wasn't even close. But we'll we'll keep working on it. We'll keep evolving. Here's what I think you're gonna see from Gratterall and from the Twins: low leverage to start. He's in in what was it a five run game? And he comes in yesterday and he's just throwing fastballs, throw strikes. 100-mile-an-hour fastball at the letters, and you're going to be in good shape. That's perfectly fine. I want to see what happens as they start to get him into the spots where it's maybe it's a two-run game, or maybe it's the ninth inning when something actually matters, not the ninth inning of a pretty lopsided baseball game. So I don't think you're going to start. You're going to see that guy right out of the gate throwing that stuff, but I want to see if he earns that leash, then what, what happens in those outings. My because thing that's is that, when I'll buy in on Greta Roll. My, my thing is that... I mean, right now he's the sixth guy out of your bullpen. Right. That exactly. That's where I'm at right now. But that's that's great. Sure. That's awesome that he's the sixth guy out of your bullpen because I legitimately, and I've said this before, there are different levels of trust on the trust tree. Some branches are much higher than other branches. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But there are five guys on my trust tree right now who are sturdy branches. On my trust tree that aren't, aren't going to wither away and, and fall dead anytime soon. Who you got? Taylor Rogers, Sergio Romo, Sam Dyson, Tyler Duffy, and Trevor May. Okay. I trust those five guys. That's my group. Various levels of trust, but I trust those five guys, 
and I don't know. Look at the Astros and the Yankees, the two powerhouses in the American League. Go through their bullpen. Tell me if they have five guys who they can trust on any given night. Right. Because I don't think that they do. Yeah. I don't know their bullpen inside and out the way that I know the Twins, but I don't think that they have five guys who they trust. The Yankees, we saw their bullpen problems right before the trade deadline when they were here at Target Field for that three-game series that they barely escaped with two out of the three, and they didn't do anything to improve their bullpen after that. Nothing. And Araldis Chapman is scary at the back end, but A, not as scary as he used to be. Zach and B, Britton's still pretty good, though, Rami. Okay. Yeah. Zach Britton's still pretty good. Okay, so they got two. <laughs> so they got two. The Twins go five deep with their bullpen. And again, Adovino's been pretty good for them, too. <laughs> I love it. Man. I mean, little uh, contradictory opinion here. I love it. There is something to be said for. <laughs> The Twins aren't running six deep in guys that you'd put in a one-run game in Game 7 of the World Series. They're running exactly one guy deep on that right now. Maybe two. Maybe two if you buy the veteranness, the moxie of Sergio Romo. I do. Okay, that's perfectly fine. But that's where the list stops, and that's cool. That's a good start for the Twins. What I'd like to see is in September, when you can pick your matchups and you can deploy guys as you want. Against the best teams here in the first half of the month, how are the Twins going to weather that storm with their bullpen? And then that will give us a pretty good clue for how they're going to set it up for October. I think this bullpen will be at a place by the time the playoffs start in October that hit a few home runs, have a lead after five or six innings, and you have a damn good shot of winning. It's almost a wrap. Wow. Yeah. So, so 2015 Royals-esque. Wade Maybe. Davis, Kelvin Herrera, and uh, who am I forgetting on that list? Greg Holland. That's just, oh, the Royals are up, and it's the seventh inning? Oh, it's over. turn off the TV. Yeah, like, pretty it's much. done. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm there with this Twins bullpen, but I think that's what they're trying to trend to. And, and, well, I should say the 2019 version of that, because bullpens have have taken a dramatic turn for the worst since that Royals team really that you're that talking anymore. about. When, I talk, when I'm, What I'm saying is relative to the other bullpens in Major League Baseball right now and the other bullpens who they'll have to contend with, for a five- or a seven-game series, give me the Twins. Okay. Give me the Twins, and they give you as good, if not a better shot, than than most of the other playoff teams of closing out a lead after five or six innings. Okay. We'll what, see. Which you're going to need because look at this rotation. You don't have a lot of guys who you trust beyond five or six. Even Jose Barrios right now you don't trust beyond five or six innings. So you're going to need a bullpen who you can turn to after the fifth or the sixth pretty frequently throughout the postseason. Yeah, that's right. I think that the Twins, you can say this about their bullpen, is they are they're trending in the right direction, and I see the, the makings of a great bullpen here. I, I see what you're talking about. I see the pieces in place. I want to see it for more than a two-week stretch before I say, yep, this is good enough to win the World Series. This is the best bullpen I've ever seen. My gosh. Where's the parade starting? Nicolette, or are we going to start in St. Paul? I just want to be clear. I didn't say ever. No, no, I know. I know. I'm <laughs> throwing out some hyperbole here. But on the season, if you look at American League bullpens, the contenders are at the top of the list. No surprise, like the Orioles are at the bottom, the Royals and Tigers are closely behind. That won't shock you. The top end of the list might also not shock you. Cleveland Indians, Houston Astros. This is according to bullpen ERA for the full season. The Tampa Rays, the Yankees, the A's, and then the Twins and the Red Sox. That's season long. Now keep in mind. That's what I was just going to say. That includes some clunkers early in the year. And the group, to your point, Rami, looks 
I think, drastically different now. I mean, coming out of spring training, if I would have told you, all right, the Twins are going to win a game in Detroit in a weekend at the end of August, early September, and the guys that are closing out the game are going to be Sam Dyson, Sergio Romo, and Bruzdar Greta Roll, I don't think you would have been like, okay, sounds good. That's normal. That's baseball. It's a drastically different group than the one they broke camp with. And drastically better, if you ask me. Definitely. I definitely agree with you there. Now, the problem is the starting rotation when we're talking about pitching. And we saw another clunker from Martin Perez over the weekend. And now Kyle Gibson to the IL with ulcerative colitis. Yeah, that's a scary deal. That's Yeah, that's not a fun thing to put up with. Well, and I I don't know how long that Kyle Gibson is going to be out for, but you got to think that impacts the the rest of not only his regular season, but like what's this going to mean for his postseason? Okay, say this first. And what does this mean for your plan of getting extra rest for all these guys? Well, yeah, now you lost a starter. Right. Uh, Say this. Kyle Gibson's life is bigger than his baseball career, so get that taken care of first. I'm, I'm not trying to, like, treat an injury as you know, you're just a pawn on a chessboard i i should say that but now getting past that is like this really does impact the twins they're going to have to put another starter in there you can't just have guys pitch on shorter rest and say ah it's good enough we'll get to the finish line with this group no you need to add one maybe two starters to that group and martin perez just had one of his worst starts of the season over the weekend so we can talk all we want about the bullpen, and it is in an exciting place right now given where it started the year. I'm, I've got very real concerns about the starting rotation right now, guys, and what they're going to do to patch these holes for September and on into October. Because the other thing is is you don't want to – your bullpen's in pretty good shape right now. Yeah. You don't want to unnecessarily have to burn these guys throughout the month of September because your starters are not giving you four, five, six – I mean, and asking for four – out of your starter is asking the absolute bare minimum here, <laughs> right? I, like, yeah, you, they need the twins need their starters to give them more six, seven inning type of outings, just so that they're not burning out their bullpen so much through the through the, this month of September. Think, where by think, the time we get to October, they're burned out and you have nothing left. That's not that much of a concern in September because of the expanded rosters. Now it makes it. A little more difficult when Kyle Gibson goes to the IL. When you talk about giving guys extra rest, because I don't know how many how many guys you want to how many you trust to run out there to the mound of these September call-ups to give Jose Barrios an extra day of rest. We'll see what they have in 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 store and and if they can if they are able to pull that off. But overall, I don't think you're worried about burning out your and really any part of your your pitching staff are you with with the extra arms that you have here in september i'd still be worried about this to have some shorter starts Yeah, but this rotation man i after having been probably the most vocal supporter in the local media of that rotation group and hey jake odorizzi is better than you're giving him credit for kyle gibson is better than you're giving him credit for what a fun turnaround for martin perez and all this stuff I think it's fair for me to now raise my hand and be critical and say, what are you going to get from Jose Barrios? What the heck was that from Martin Perez? Kyle Gibson, get well soon. What do you expect from him for the rest of 2019? I think this is in a worrying spot right now. I don't know any other way to slice it. I'm watching Jake Odorizzi pitch as we record this show, but like Michael Pineda looks good. I'm Now you're just talking about 40% of your rotation. Everything else is a big, big question mark for me, and 
Far be it from me to be the alarmist of the show. We usually save that for our good friend Judd Zolgad. But in this case, if Judd is setting off the panic alarm about this starting rotation, I'm Team Judd. He's right. This is a troubling spot for them. And you asked, is there anything that I'm concerned about? Yes, that would be it right now. I would be concerned about the Twins rotation in September and then especially headed into October. Can, can Jake Odorizzi throw six innings? Can he get through six innings before he gets to 100 pitches? <laughs> in an outing. That's what I want to know. Because every time Jake Odorizzi, and I like Jake Odorizzi, but every time he steps out on the mound, it's five and a third, and he's thrown 108 pitches. Yeah. And it's it's like you gotta you got to give them a little bit more. you well, got to give them actually, a little bit more. Manny, just to push back a little bit, I actually don't look at the number of innings that Odorizzi's throwing. I'm looking at his batter's face. I want to know, sure. does, is he going to get through a lineup three times, and then after that, anything after that is kind of gravy f- for me from Odorizzi? If he can get through three and you're in the game, perfect. Pull the ripcord, go to the bullpen, that's perfectly okay. That's a good outing in my book. Um, as, as a fan, it's frustrating for sure to sit there and watch the pitch count climb up to 100 in the third inning. I get that, but... For Odorizzi the rest of the way and then into October, I'm actually just more curious. Can he get guys out a third time? Yeah. Can he go against that good heart of the Boston Red Sox lineup? I guess now I'm doing the math. He's not going to face the Red Sox, but he's going to face Cleveland. Can he go through the top of that Indians order and get them out three times before he hands it over to the bullpen? Because with 36 guys on the pitching staff or 56 or 156, whatever it is now, I lost count with all the call-ups. You don't have to worry about getting through it four times as a starting pitcher and getting into the eighth inning. But, but see, for me, it's not even about it's it's not even about getting through the lineup a certain amount of times. To me, it's how many guys can you get out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. How many how many guys can you retire in an outing? And if he's if if he's gonna if you're gonna yank him after 107 pitches, well, if he's only gotten through five and a third, then you're gonna have to bring in your bullpen to get more outs. Yeah. That's just math. And if and if he gives you, but if he can give you six or six and a third, those are that's three or four extra See, outs that your bullpen does not have to get for you. This goes back to my confidence in the bullpen. I'm just looking for the the best way to 27 outs. If I'm Rocco Baldelli, that's how I look at this thing. And and if that's if that's Jake Odorizzi for five and a third, and then my bullpen for three and two thirds, I'm okay with that. I am totally okay with that. If this bullpen keeps doing what they did in August through September, I will be totally fine. Now, they have to get Jose Barrios right for me yes. to have any confidence going into a playoff series. Because if Barrios is only going to give you five and a third. No, but that's what I was just going to say. That's where you have I'll your take, problem. I'll take five to six innings from Barrios, Odorizzi, and Michael Pineda. I'll take that. I'll take five to six quality innings from those three guys and hand it off to my bullpen and feel pretty good that I can win that baseball game. I'm 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 torn here because I get yeah. Manny I get what you're saying and Rami I hear you too and on the all aboard the optimism train today and that's great and it's and it's awesome to me this is a question about puzzle pieces if you're winning a game by six runs I don't doubt that Randy Dobnak can go help you close that game out and not to pick on him he's just he's a guy you're he's talking in, about in September or in October September okay he's had a nice yeah he's had a nice year in the minor leagues and he's got the stuff to get big league hitters out so I'm not singling him out as an insult I'm saying 
it's not a big concern to me who pitches those outs. Lewis Thorpe can go get those outs. That's perfectly fine. What would concern me is how are you getting 27 outs in October? How are you going into Yankee Stadium and getting 27? Now, I don't think 20 of them have to be from Big Mike, but the more he can get you and then hand it to your Sam Dyson, Tyler Duffy, Sergio Romo, Taylor Rogers, that quartet could probably pitch every game in a series if you needed him to. They're going to be their lesser selves, though. How do I get the best out of all of those pitchers over the course of a five, a seven-game series? That's going to be the fun puzzle to solve. September, while I'm worried about it because you have to get there and punch your ticket, I'm much, much more concerned about what that puzzle looks like in October. If anything, I'm trying to minimize the innings that Barrios and Odorizzi and Pineda are throwing in the month of September. I'm utilizing all these extra arms that I have up here, and I might still try and do what Derek talked about last week, which is throw an extra day of rest for these guys in the rotation once or maybe even twice. If you can if you can find a way to do it, and again, Kyle Gibson's injury or illness makes it a little bit harder to do that, but if I can find a way to do that, I still do it, and especially if this lead in the division continues to grow. I'm not trying to stretch out Jake Odorizzi or any of the other guys that I actually trust in my rotation so that I know that they can go six or more for me in, in October. I'm not looking for them to go six or more for me in October. Like I said, give me five to six innings, and then I'll turn it over to those five or six guys that I trust in the bullpen to get the last nine to 12 outs. What do the Brewers call them? Uh, there's, the, there's the opener. Initial and outgetters. Initial outgetters. Yeah. That's it. Every pitcher is just an outgetter. Exactly. I, I, I need 27 of them from so, you guys. Go. And honestly, watching... Watching the way Craig Council, along with David Stearns, the general manager, yeah. managed that pitching staff last year. and not, I Notice I didn't say the way they managed their starting rotation or their bullpen because that's really not how they looked at it. They looked at it as one unit tasked to get 27 outs on a given day. <laughs> and that's how I look at it now. For sure in October. When you're deep enough to do it, when you're deep enough to do that, you can go the Astros route which is to get three horses and put them out there those guys are day after day after day. Yeah, that's one way to do it. But there are different ways to put this puzzle together, and if the most effective way to get you to 27 outs is your starter for five to six innings and then three of those, get, three of those five or six guys out of the bullpen that you trust to get the last nine to 12 outs, totally fine with it. Yeah, it, I'm not trying to derail this segment. Is somebody making popcorn? <laughs> no, that's Engineer Bob. He's got a – what do you got, turkey on – what do you have, Bob? That's funny. I must have he been hearing wrapping it a outside yeah. of my other ear. That was the paper oh, I just Bob's said. got a sub, and he, yes. it's, wrapped in, it's wrapped in paper. That's, that's awesome. All right, all right. <laughs> it did sound like I was like, yo, popcorn, you, gotta, you can't pop popcorn and not bring it to the stage to share, but that's another point. Uh, the, the bullpen thing, think about it this way, Manny, because I think you're speaking for a ton of people right now. I've heard a lot of this on social. People email me this uh, in response to my Twins newsletter. Starters versus the bullpen and how you feeling about them and everything. Build it from the back. Turn turn it around. Sure. Go the other way. And, and we've talked about this before, I know, just in the studio. I don't know if we brought it to air, but 27 outs needed in October. It's Houston. Let's just say you're at Houston. All right, so you've got to get 27 outs because you're going to be leading in the top of the ninth, but they get their ups. Great. Taylor Rogers getting three of those outs. Okay, take that away. 24 outs. Okay, well, you just said that you trust unflinchingly Sergio Romo. So yep. Romo's getting three of those outs. Yep. Okay, we're down to 21. 21 with the rest of your pitching group. Outs needed against the Astros in October. Right. Okay, 
Now where are you going? Now you got options. Well, let's say your initial outgetter is getting you 15 to 18 of those on a given day, right? Okay, so you're going two plus three, three maybe a, a couple more t- batters through in the order. That yeah. seems reasonable. Yeah. If you trust a guy to start game one for you, you trust him to go three times through the order and then some. And now you're talking about, uh, let's just take the low side of that, 15. Because uh, Manny's just destroyed and, and infuriated by the five-and-dive performances, well, as he, I'm sure a lot of people are. But, but here's, here's, here's my deal, though. Here's my point. It's not even so much about, okay, give me six or give me seven. It's how many, how are you performing? If, if Jake Odorizzi's going to give me five and a third, ah. then give up two runs. Because if Jake Odorizzi goes five and a third and he gives up six runs, then none of this matters. Oh, that's, yeah, exactly right. Like, he, they need to perform well. Then you're not asking him to get 16 outs if he's getting lit up like a Christmas tree in October. Right. You just pull the plug and out. That's, and that's my, that's my overall concern with okay. an older Rizzi okay. or a Barrios because, of, sure, those guys can go five and a third, but if they're giving up five or six runs in an outing, then, I mean, what yeah. are we doing here? Yep. You're going to get beat. Exactly right. I just think if you're building it from both ends – Initial outgetter and what would you call them? Late like, inning outgetters. The final outgetters. Yeah. <laughs> the final boss. So <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, so Taylor Rogers, Sergio Romo, that's six. If Odo gives you fifteen outs, okay, that's twenty one. You need six more outs. And I think you'd feel pretty good about that right now, coming from a combination. Are you sure you can't get nine between Romo and Rogers? You could if you need to. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. We I wouldn't do it every day. Together. I wouldn't do That's it every day. That's not a recipe you want every day. No, you don't. You're not going to win. However, what is that? Eight, eleven. If you win the division, not getting eleven wins with that probably in October. Because if Taylor Rogers has to give you six outs in game one, he's worse. He's tomorrow. probably not. You're available he's, for game he's not going to be much good to you in game two. Yep. And you might need him in game two. Yeah, and he's going to have to pitch some back to backs. That's part of the burden of being yep. one of those late guys, but. The, the more you can reduce that. You know what would help them a lot? A blowout win <laughs> in yeah, October. Nice. It would help you rest these guys. You got I, the bats to do that. I just think, man, you get to 27 any way you can, and now, for really for the first time all year, you're starting to feel good about four, five, now maybe even six of those guys in the bullpen. It's a, it's a good spot for the Twins to be. They have to sort out the rest of the puzzle this September. I don't know why you guys aren't as optimistic as me and you're trying to trying to rain on my parade. How nervous were you as cut the brakes guy when the Twins were in second place in the American League Central? Not very nervous at all. You let, you didn't lose a, nope. a, a minute of sleep that As night. a matter of fact, a friend of mine who I offered a $100 bet, and I said, I'll take the Twins. You can have the rest of the AL Central. Offered that to him two months ago when the Twins had a big division lead, and he squawked and squawked and then decided he didn't want to do it. And then he started talking, hey, Rob, started talking trash when the Indians took a lead. So, oh, you still think the Indian Twins are going to win the division? Said that $100 is still on the table, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he did not, he still did not take the bet. Dude, my confidence amazing. has not wavered. Uh, okay, all right. Will not waver. I liked the, uh, I liked the guy who said when the Indians did take a half game lead, screenshotted the caption there or the 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 standings, the MLB standings, and said, "Bye, Twins." It's like, you want that one back now? It's a five and a half game lead, and Minnesota's going to run to a division win here. It's. Uh, I appreciate your optimism, but I don't believe you that it was never tested, never, never tested. tried, never tested, never a never nervous wavered. moment, never, sir, never, not once. Are you a pretty good sleeper? 
Yeah, I'm a great sleeper. Well, I, I suppose now thanks to your new pillows. My, my, my pillows, helps. which, by the way, seven great offers for my pillow. Wow. At mypillow.com Crazy. using the promo code North. I set you up way too easy for One that. One promo <laughs> code, seven deals. That's mypillow.com. <laughs> but promo like, code North. I, I don't know. Like, it's amazing to me. You never lost a minute of sleep Not worrying one. about being the guy who sat in the front seat of the Bomba bus and cut the brakes in April. Yeah. You're a crazy man. Never fixed them. And I'm still not I need to. Still not ready to put the brick on the pedal and go up on top of the Bomba bus and tailgate on the propane grills that we have up there. Still not quite ready to go that far, but I'm pretty close. All right. I'm pretty close to putting the brick on the pedal and just partying until October. Okay. That's coming. That's 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 right right on the horizon. Okay. I appreciate like it. Like after the Indian like after the Indian series. It's gonna be a soup fun party. Oh, I can't man. wait to be there for it. Oh. I suppose I have to take the wheel? Nobody takes the wheel. Oh, it's just Smooth sailing, man. <laughs> free straight. What do you need a driver? Free straight, wide open roads to okay. October. Okay, all right. Smooth. I like your you're dangerous, and I like your Smooth, mentality. Smooth, wide open roads after the Indian series between then and October. Okay. As well. long as things go right between now and then. Hashtag optimism reigns. Optimism does reign. Hashtag it's happening. Hashtag cut the brakes. Hashtag put a roof on it, because why not? <laughs> More of the Score North first place Twins show. We have a Byron Buxton update for you when we return right after this. Live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes, where the magic number is 21. That's Derek. I'm Rami. Manny out here as well at the Score North house. We're just off Chamber Street on the left edge of the grandstand at the Minnesota State Fair on 1500. ScoreNorth.com and the Score North mobile Score North Twin Show. Have you guys ever wondered what it's like to be a twin? On Score North and scorenorth.com. Deep to the left field corner. Polanco lifts one back and gone a home run. Number 20. And the Twins set another home run record. Eight players now with 20 or more home runs. On Fox Sports North on a record-setting weekend for your Minnesota Twins became the all-time home run leaders for Major League Baseball teams with 268. And you heard there, Jorge Polanco made it eight players with 20 or more home runs, also a Major League record. They also hold the Major League record for home runs on the road in a single season. They hit a lot of bombas. <laughs> it's quicker for us to tell you which home run records they don't currently hold or will currently break yeah. than it is to say which ones they already have done. Gentlemen, I do have a little bit of news okay. uh, update uh, actually going on in Detroit right now with the Twins and the Tigers. Uh, Mitch Garver apparently took a foul tip off the mask. Yeah, I just saw and, that. Uh, yeah, he had to come out of the game and uh, Rami's guy, La Tortuga, in now behind the plate for the uh, Twins. E, I think I know he's your guy, Rami, but I think you'd agree with me. My I, guy out, your guy in, that's a net loss for the Twins. Yeah, I'd rather have Garver in there. That's uh, Hopefully that's just purposes. precautionary. By the way, La Tortuga comes back. He's, in the, he's back for like less than two innings, and he's already flying around third base, helmet off the head, hair yep. flowing in the wind. That's what he does. And then, and then he, he fends the throw from the outfield off of his shell. Yeah. Like, this dude is unreal. Like, He's ready to go. He just comes right back, and he is immediately in La Tortuga mode. He doesn't, need, he doesn't need any warming up whatsoever. It's a video game. He's on base three times, right? So... Uh, yeah, it's that. Hopefully, that's just precautionary. We'll keep you updated if we hear any more on Mitch Garver, the guy who broke the Bomba record. Uh, that's too bad if if he has to leave. It didn't. I watched the replay as they were doing the challenge, and it it didn't look any different than a normal foul tip off the mask. With that being said, 
even innocuous fall tips off the mask can be super dangerous. So yeah, you never know. You hope for the best uh, for Mitch Garver and the Twins. Guys, I do have a take that I want to run by you. Uh-oh, is it hot? I don't think it's hot, but I never Mild? know. I, it's, is it scalding? This is like, this is pico de gallo without the cayenne. It's just mm. like tomato and onions. Okay. <laughs> I think. All right. But tell me if I'm wrong here. For some reason, that's how I picture you making your pico de gallo. Shocking, right? right? It's just tomatoes. It's just (laughs) plum tomatoes. This is the the mild taco sauce at Taco Bell, right? When I used to eat Taco Bell, I always used to eat the mild. It was the best flavored sauce. No, it's not. The hot was just about heat. It's like not flavor. I mean, I haven't eaten. It's just dumb. I haven't eaten Taco Bell in literally over 20 years, but I would go with hot sauce. That's just me. Yep. It's That's the a- way to go. Right. Us. We're not going to fight about this. We'll you're fight gonna, about this. You're twins. not going to win that one, Derek. <laughs> I'm outnumbered. I've had their mini churros. The mini churros, the little cinnamon sticks. Stop it. I've had those in the last 20 years. But oh, no, oh, oh. none of their actual food. I thought you dipped that in hot sauce. No, man, no. <laughs> That's not what I'm psycho. I'm looking at him like, stop, dude, stop. If it was Judd, he'd probably dip them in ketchup. Stop while you're ahead. <laughs> uh, okay, I have a take for you guys, All and right. it's on the Twins. Part of it is based on guys who rejoined the team after September. This is a great baseball team. I've not wavered on that. See, I've said a pet peeve of mine is people just throwing around great. But carry on. They're a really good baseball team. They're going to win 100 games yeah. and lock up the American League Central for me, greatness, weeks to go. Greatness is reserved for people who are flying flags and holding up trophies. But we just have different. So you've only rooted for one great baseball team in your life? Yes. Is it fair to say that this line that this lineup is yes. great? It's a great offense. Sure. This is we're splitting here. I was just going to say okay. it's semantics, right. and I shouldn't have even stopped you. Carry on. Captain semantics. <laughs> All right, I have a take for you guys. All right, the Twins team is great. They're pacing towards 100 wins. We'll see what happens if they come up with that or fall just short. They're going to win in the upper 90s of wins. To me, the game changed this weekend when the Twins surprisingly activated Byron Buxton, and they have a special role for him. We'll talk about that here. And they called up Bruzdar Gretarol. Is that That's pretty good. I think okay. that's pretty good. I sent, Declan, yes. I sent you the video if you have it. I'm working Feel on it. Feel free to but play he, it. He told us how to pronounce his name, and he's much better at it than me. You'll be surprised to hear. Yes, because it's his name. He's been practicing so for a yeah, long time. Long time. And I, I Minnesotan the hell out of it, and it's, <laughs> it's no good. Oh, yeah, Brewster Gratterall, he's having a great year, yeah. Um, I think that those two guys, the two guys that I just mentioned, they weren't going to necessarily uh, two months ago change the course of the season because, as we've seen, the Twins have weathered that storm and they've gotten to where they are without the help of those two guys. But for October, having a healthy and able Byron Buxton and a healthy and potentially dominant Gratterall, that changes what I think of this Twins team. They go from, yeah, they could win the World Series, to this is one of the teams that you need to be talking about as a World Series favorite. With healthy and able Byron Buxton and Gratterall coming out if he's who you hope he is after his first outing in a Twins uniform. You're saying that they are, what, right there with the Yankees and the Astros of the world in the I'm American saying League? the Yankees are hopeful to be the Twins. Okay. If you have those two guys playing the way that you hope even, they play. I don't even think that's grandiose. Okay. I really don't. A that's a mild, mild, mild pico de gallo salsa take. I think, no, I think that's probably a hot take to a lot of people. 
I'm just when it, especially when it comes to the twins, I think I uh, I can handle the spice a little bit more than most. Okay. If by spice we mean optimism. Now this is a metaphor, right? Right. Because exactly. You like your food spicy. Yeah, I like it spicy. Okay. <laughs> I li- and I like my twins take spicy. I don't. All right. So it's not burning my tongue, Manny. Is it? Is this a hot spicy take to you? No. Like if you're in the salsa aisle. Let me step it up. Are we in the hot? Is this habanero? Is this? Like jalapeno. Let's add a little crushed cayenne pepper. Okay, to this. all right. If Byron Buxton <laughs> Where is healthy. Where are we on the, on the Scoville unit scale? Is what I'm asking. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. You've been in the kitchen once yes, or I twice. Have. Once or twice. There is a. Uh, let me just say it this way. If Byron Buxton is healthy and his shoulder's fine and, he, and he's hitting the way Byron Buxton was earlier this year. And you can play him for a full game. It's not just this defensive replacement, possible pinch running stuff. It's full Byron Buxton. And Bruce Dargretterol is in your bullpen as one of your guys on the trust tree. As in he's mowing him down that 100-mile-an-hour fastball with the slider. He's getting swing and miss. You're starting to put him in high-leverage spots, and he's doing the job. The Twins are World Series favorites. Favorites? Favorites. Now that's spicy. That's, that's spicy. Yeah, that's, that's habanero that's spicy. Trying to put a little cayenne that's like, in the mix. That's, that's Tabasco sauce, man. No, that's, that's beyond cayenne. <laughs> that's that's spicy right there. But, yeah. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. World They've Series favorites? The, the best lineup that you've ever seen, and you rooted for the 2016 Cubs. Right. And now you add to it a bullpen that goes five, six deep that you trust in a one-run game with the World Series on the line, including a flamethrower who these guys haven't seen before. And the best defensive player in baseball? That's That, to me, is You're a recipe favorites for, in all of Major League Baseball to win the World Series. Over I'd, the Dodgers, I'd too? still put them behind the Dodgers. Okay. I would still put them behind the Astros, too. Okay. Mm, if all this stuff comes true that Derek is talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm talking like this is Candyland. This sure. is fantasy stuff. Yeah, I think that, I'd put them ahead of the Astros if, if all but, that happened. Yeah, but here's the thing. That I think Here's the thing that we're forgetting about with the Astros, I think. Because we've talked with the Astros, we've talked a lot about that three-headed monster in their rotation, and their bullpen has some question marks. Guys, their lineup is pretty good, too. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's a great lineup. Their lineup is pretty good, too. They've hit 200, I think it's 231 home runs themselves this year. It's a pretty good team. And they're, they've got six, I think five, six, or seven guys that have 20-plus home runs on their roster, too, or guys that are at least close to it, 18, 19 home Alvarez runs. Alvarez like, is going to win Rookie of the Year, I bet. They, that team is, I mean, if there is... In the American League, if there's a team that's as close to being a complete team in the American League, it is the Houston Astros right now. Oh, yeah, With the sure. rotation and with the lineup that they have. Their bullpen, there's, there's some question marks there, obviously, but I, I, I don't think with the Astros, whenever we've talked about the Astros, we've always talked about Verlander, Granke, Cole, but we have not really talked about their lineup because their lineup is really, really good, too. No doubt. They are... And, they, and they've done it before, too, so they get yeah. a little bit of champs cred. Yep. yep. I'm yep. just saying, if you have the best defensive player in baseball, your bullpen is now, it's a trust tree that's like a California Sequoia uh, in how deep it goes, Rami. It's not just one guy, two guys that you would throw out there with the game on the line. That, to me, it, it, it changes the math and it flips it. You've got a shorter game. You've got a great offense, just as good if not better than all these contenders that we're talking about. And now you're throwing in a guy who will catch everything hit from white line to white line in the grass. That's to me that that's a game but changer. What is the status? It's a big what if. Right. Let's deal with what is. Let's do it. What is the status of Byron Buxton? Well, he was 
recalled. I would say surprisingly recalled because just last week we had GM Thad Levine on the show and we're talking about this little bit of a snag in his rehab, in his recovery. Buxton goes out and he's going to play minor league games in Cedar Rapids, Iowa and didn't feel quite right in his shoulder, which originally landed him on the injured list. Subluxated shoulder is a bit of a tricky injury from what I understand. It's not a separated shoulder, but but it's painful, and it can come with some range of motion limitations. The Twins called him off of that rehab assignment rather than recalling him. He went through some further tests with the Twins. But then this weekend, see him in. He's on the card. He's He is on the roster now that they've expanded in September, and he actually entered yesterday's game as a defensive replacement late in the game. So clearly he's feeling good enough to catch, throw, run, uh, presumably run the bases, but he's not going to be in the starting lineup for the foreseeable future as long as he's dealing with some of those range of motion limitations, especially when it comes to swinging the bat. So you don't you don't have full Buxton. What you have is late-inning replacement Buxton. You'll take it. It's, pr- it's better than not but having him. But you want him. full Buxton. It's better than not having him. But it's not the same as a guy who's going to go win you ball games just by himself with his glove. It's not the same. No. And you... you Again, for the, the aspirations that you're talking about this segment... World Series. You're going to need that guy. You think so? I think you're going to need that guy. I think he helps. Absolutely. I think he helps a lot. I think um, they can do it without him. It's a lot harder to do it without him. a lot harder. Him. I agree. A lot harder. I agree. And it, it changes so much. strains your pitching staff, too, yep. because now that gap shot that wasn't out and you're facing... Nobody when, on two outs. Now there's a guy second base, one out. It's a double. When, That's different. When we're talking a couple segments ago about just asking for two or three more outs from a Jake Odorizzi there you go. or a Jose Barrios, Byron, Byron, Buxton, Byron, Buxton, Byron Buxton might turn a couple hits into outs that get you there quicker. Yep. That gets yep. you to the end of the sixth or into the seventh quicker than you would have with Jake Cave, respectfully, because he's done a fine job filling in for Byron Buxton, but he's not Byron Buxton out there. So it's a little too spicy for you to say you get that guy back and this Gratterol kid turns out to be a phenom, I mean, a I stud like, in I the I like bullpen. spice, man. I like spice. It's not too <laughs> spicy for me, it's, but it's spicy. That's a spicy meatball. Kicks the tongue. Yeah, absolutely. Kicks you right in the mouth a little absolutely. bit when I say Twins are World Series favorites if they get those two guys. We have to hit a break. I understand we have the sound locked and loaded to uh, get the pronunciation of Brewstar Gratterol correctly, which I'm sure I didn't, but we will practice right after this. And by the way, just 11 minutes left in my State Fair poll at Rami is tweeting, and it is tight. Right now, 97 votes in. 53% are saying go with the giant smoked turkey leg for lunch. 47%. (laughs) That's a tight race. This is what I was rooting for. I want hot chicken on a stick. But I think I'm going to live by the results of this poll. This is like when you flip so, a coin so you know which one you're rooting for. I'm rooting, Come for, on, I'm rooting for hot chicken on a stick. So <laughs> 11 minutes left in the voting. At Rami tweeting if you want to help decide what I'm having for lunch today. Now we'll get to see if listeners to the Scorn of First Place Twin Show like you or dislike you. Right. Because they'll if they if they love you, they're going to vote they're for gonna what vote you're for going for. They're going to vote for chicken on a stick. Perfect. I mean, either way, I'm going to be happy and full. A great social experiment. I'm going to need got. a nap before Mac and Judd with Rami <laughs> at 4 o'clock. It's, yeah. the, it's the Score North First Place Twins show. We're live from Bone Basota, the land of 10,000 rakes, where the magic number is 21. One more segment before Purple Daily with Derek, Manny, Rami, right after this on 1500 Score and the Score North Mobile app. The Score North Twin Show. 
also available on demand on the Score North mobile app, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Ah, yes, it is Score North download time. It is 147, and we are indeed still out here at the great Minnesota get-together. Last day of the Minnesota State Fair. Happy Labor Day, everybody. I'm Manny Hill, and uh, this download is uh, with you here. And uh, it's a check-in on our poll that we put up last hour on Score North. If you are the Minnesota Twins, who would you rather face in the playoffs? And right now we've got about 482 votes. And right now the third option that would be other that being the Cleveland Indians, Oakland A's, and Tampa Bay Rays, is leading the way right now at 48%. The Yankees at 32%, and those uh, Houston Astros are at 20% in terms of who you would rather see the Minnesota Twins face in the postseason. So that's an update there. That's your Score North download. And now back for one final segment of the Score North First Place Twin Show. Robbie McLaughlin. Live from Bomba Soda, the land of 10,000 ranks, where the magic number is 21. And live from the Bomba Soda State Fair off Chambers Street on the left edge of the grandstand in Score North out here all day long. Purple Daily coming up in just a few minutes. I'll be back at 4 o'clock along with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad for Mackey and Judd with Rami from 4 to 6. And the Score North merchandise booth is open until 9 p.m. Show us your Score North mobile app and you'll receive a $5 t-shirt. Also, all proceeds from the All Arise t-shirts to go to Luis Arise's favorite charity, the Ronald McDonald House. So uh, come on out here. Final day of the State Fair. Enjoy your Labor Day and stop by and say hi to your friends at Score North. Do you have something there, Derek? No, I was just thinking about getting one of those t-shirts when we're off the air here because I have the Score North mobile app and I'm just trying to figure out if I'm eligible. I think you are. Okay, okay. Manny mentioned the poll during the break, which is a fine poll, I guess, if you like baseball or whatever. But <laughs> I'm trying to decide what to eat for lunch today. And I said before the break, it was 53% saying giant smoked turkey leg, 47% saying hot chicken on a stick. About 15 more votes came in after I asked for more votes. And we're still at 53% giant smoked turkey leg and 47% chicken on a stick. You need a closer is what you need. Phil Mackey wants to chime in on this. He's on the orange mic if you're over there, Manny. I would just uh, I would just eat light if I were you. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, because, is because, that a little bit of a foreshadow here? Because, because, because on too? Friday you did volunteer to I did. do two Rami fried food challenges on Mackey and Judd with Rami. I did. Cause, so, and cause don't, don't think Roycey, we forgot. Because Roycey isn't on today, so I said we have another segment to fill. Oh, good. Why don't we fill my stomach while we're at it? How quickly after you said that did you start to have regrets? Are you are you good with this? No, point? I'm good with it. Are you? Okay. I'm totally good with it. He's not squirming. So he far, did, yeah, five, no, he's good. Four, is it four for six or five for seven I think you're on right. figuring out what I'm – I think I'm four for six. Four for six sounds I right. I think so, yeah. Well, why don't you try eating a pound and a half of turkey and then doing two fried food challenges <laughs> two hours later? I can tell you, the, the turkey on a, the turkey leg and the pork chop on a stick booth, which is the same booth, yeah. yeah. longest line I've seen at the fair so far at that booth. Oh, really? It's like blocking the entire street. That might have made my decision for me then. I, uh, I don't I want to wait in that he's line. He's not a line guy. Yeah. I had the pork chop last week. Uh, yeah. Uh, Phil, I, I I didn't know you were I coming to, like, in. I didn't mean to intrude on your show. No, this is great. Not totally only fine. is it Sports Talk Crosstalk. Hey, yeah, Crosstalk. Crosstalk with someone who's not even on for like three more hours. <laughs> State Fair Fried Food Challenge Crosstalk. Even better. I love it. What's been the best thing you've eaten so far, Phil? Um, uh, nobody's blindfolded you and put it in your mouth like Rami, but you've willingly eaten a bunch of things. Uh, Glenn Perkins introduced me to something that has apparently been at the State Fair for 15 years, and I had never heard of it until last Thursday. Okay. 
the uh, uh, the pickle dog, just oh, yeah. like like a block down the street yeah, from yeah, yeah, where yeah. our booth is, and it's a it's it's a quarter slice pickle with and it's wrapped in pastrami. Oh, this is a and different cream thing cheese. That's what I was thinking about. You're thinking of the one where there's a bratwurst somebody, inside the pickle, right? Somebody showed me what a the heck? a pickle that's hollowed out. Has a bratwurst in the middle of it, then is like corn, like corn dog battered and deep fried. Oh, and it looks amazing. Okay, well, I would eat that for sure. I'm hoping. I'm legitimately hoping that's one of the two Rami fried food challenges this afternoon. <laughs> Actually, they've they've got a pickle that's hollowed out, and they just put a corn dog. Uh, they put a, a hot dish on a stick thing inside of it. <laughs> Probably it's, just try that. Serve it with yeah. a deep fried walleye. <laughs> that was so bad. The hot dish on a stick was so uh, bad. Poor guy. Oh my god, that was not pleasant. Really yeah. sad for I, you. And I, and I disagree. I think uh, I don't think it's the best food item at the state fair, but it's something I get every single year. Okay, the hot dish on a stick. Really? Yeah. I have a, yeah. I have a really spicy take for you, Phil. If you have thirty seconds, sure. Spiciness level of the take that I I, I started with one thing, but then I tried to dial it up because. Rami's tongue could handle the spice of the first take. He didn't think it was hot enough. Final results, guys. Fifty-one percent are saying giant smoked turkey legs. Okay, Sorry to interrupt, tough. but the people want to know. No, we know what's important yeah. on this show. That's right. perfectly fine. Okay, there, Byron, goes your, there goes your my pillow bag, by the way. Byron, <laughs> Byron Buxton comes mm-hmm. back this weekend, and right now he's just a defensive replacement. Maybe he'll run the bases. He's not swinging a bat. And Bruce Archer had to roll. Sorry, Rami, I gotta, I gotta work on this. Gratterall. Let's, let's just like practice. Declan, this. play yeah, the video you, real quick. You've heard my Minnesota pronunciation of it. I do the same thing. It's Gratterall. My name is Brustar Gratterall. Brustar Gratterall. My name is Brustar Gratterall. Brustar Gratterall. Gratterall. There's some, <laughs> there's some that we can, yeah, that we can play along with. But if you know, if you're from. Like I went to Buffalo High School. There's a there's a little Wendina. bit of bumpkin inside me when it comes to pronouncing things. <laughs> and there's some things I just have to I just have to Americanize Bow-wow. and apologize. So he's still to you. He's still gonna okay. have to be Gratterall because I right. don't know if I can pull off the actual pronunciation. I'll ask him. I'll see how seriously he takes this. Uh, okay, here's my take though. So this guy's coming out of the bullpen. It's a it's a blowout game. Game doesn't matter. Five run game in Detroit. If he gets into any harm, Taylor Rogers was coming in to slam that thing shut. So, still, impressive debut. You're like, wow, big fastball. He's got a slider. He can throw it for strikes. He can get swing and miss. This might be a, a legit reliever that the Twins have found, despite being young. Byron Buxton, we know what a difference maker he can be when he's healthy. So here was the spiciness of the take. If Byron Buxton is back to being Byron Buxton with all caps... And Gratterall is like a late inning, just yes. flamethrower. The answer is yes. The Twins are World Series favorites. Oh, favorites. <laughs> they can win the World Series. They can win the World Series. I would still put the Astros as favorites. So he 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 bit first on the spice and asked later. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I need some milk. There was a delayed a delayed kick I in on the spice. Was delayed. Yeah. Oh, that one sneaks up on you. I didn't know you were putting sriracha and Tabasco. It's a little smoky. On that take. Okay. It's a little smoky. Okay. No, I mean if. I would even, even without Byron Buxton, or Byron Buxton as a defensive replacement and pinch runner, which is what he is right now, if Gratterall clicks right away and it looks like, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. It's been one outing and one it's outing. the Tigers. But, yeah. but if he clicks right away, their chances to win the World Series are two notches higher than they were 48 hours ago. Okay. So, um, I mean, I, I tweeted out and, and received a lot of hot take. Like, why are you... Why are you being a hot take artist? When I said this weekend, if Gratterall 
is lights out right away. And we've seen it before. Michael Waka was 21 years old. He helped the Cardinals, right? David Price came up and helped Tampa Bay 10 years ago now. Yep. If he's in that category and his, and his minor league track record and status as a prospect would put him in that category on paper, if he clicks right away, they can win the World Series. That, so that, that's as far as I'll go. Okay. All right. Yeah. You're pretty spicy. But like on a that's hot spicy. food challenge, I think I'm still standing. It's like spot. sriracha spicy. Yeah. It's got some kick to it. You feel the burn in the back of your throat. Cholula? Cholula's There's still some flavor medium, in there, though. Yeah. It's not just like burning off the taste buds. Okay. Which right. I've had that kind of spice. And I think I'm delivering the punch right now. So, <laughs> Phil, thank you for yeah. the crosstalk and thank you for the spice. Good times. Yeah, go. you better get in line. If, if you're going to make it for uh, I don't think I'm gonna the story of Maggie and Judd with Rami show, you got to get in line right now. Final <laughs> results were 51 to 49. All right. And, air, you know... Margin of error and that line, I'm going to get hot chicken on a stick. <laughs> this has been the Scorpion. Nothing matters. First place quiz show. Live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes. Magic number is 21. We're back with you tomorrow at noon. Purple Daily up next on 1500scorenorth.com and the Score North mobile app.